1: Is Armed American Radio's daily defense.
0: Armed American Radio's daily defense because they don't want me to. That's why I do it. Presented by X Insurance.
1: X Insurance from the Six Hour Studios. They're never going to stop us here. Here is your host, the loudest conservative voice in America, fighting the enemies
0: of freedom. Mark,
1: Mark Walters.
0: Walters. Walter. Sir. Walter. Ah, welcome inside Armed American Radio's Daily Defense in the Six Hour Studios on this Crossbreed Holsters microphone, very powerful microphone. We make up our own words. I like that microphone. <sighs> All brought to you today by X Insurance. Kind of giddy over here. We're taking it right down to the wire again today. Greg, over in Dallas, Texas, how you doing today, my brother from another mother? It's not Friday yet, dude, but we're getting close. Uh, I will be happy when T-Dor- we're there to your favorite day of the week. We like that Greg has a favorite day of the week. It happens to be our favorite day of the week, too. Sort of. I don't know. I guess it depends. You know what today is, Greg? Uh, the anniversary. Today is Armed American Radio's 14th anniversary on the nation's airwaves. That's um, give me quite a, sec, a run. Give me a sec. Give me a sec. Oh, oh uh, he's going to find something. Let's see what he can dig up. Ta-da! He's not. You don't have a birthday gig in there?
2: No, we don't have any, but, good, any good birthday. I do have. Hold on. Let's see if this will work real quick. Let's see. Hold on.
0: I guess it's the show's birthday. Yeah. So I thought about that earlier. I put a tweet out earlier today. And I thought, well, do I put anniversary or do I put birthday? Either one would work, right? Uh Yeah, I guess, yeah. After I thought about that for a second. I said, well, hmm. You don't have a marriage birthday. You have a marriage anniversary, right? You have a uh, wedding anniversary. Correct. But that could really be considered a birthday, too. That's when your marriage was born, right? But on an anniversary of a radio show, it could also be a birthday. B- b- the show was born 14 years ago, quite literally, but I'll tell you, it's been one hell of a run. And when you consider, now, here's what we're going to do, ladies and gentlemen: is is today the actual date? Yes, but Sunday was the day the show really was founded. So the 14th, we're going to kind of move that. We'll have some fun with that on the Sunday Monster Cast. That sound fair, Greg? Down in Dallas with all the bells and whistles and switches and buttons and lights and all that cool stuff?
2: It'll do. Give me a little uh, little leeway in order to get some kind of fanfare or something for the show. That just means Greg forgot. Not that I forgot. I have a lot of things going on over on this side. <laughs> he didn't forget. It's sometimes
0: it's so easy. You make it so easy. It, it, he didn't forget. We're going to plan something for Sunday. And I thought, yeah, I don't want to do a big guest deal. The Sunday Monster Cast is heard on hundreds of radio stations. So that's where we'll do the the fanfare and stuff like that because we've got a lot to talk about today. Now, because of some cabling issues and some work being done near the area of Armed American Radio Ranch, we're just not pushing enough bandwidth on our systems here to move all of this cool stuff. So we're going to forego video again today until we know that that's going to. And they're putting new, uh, you know, what they're doing, Greg. They're they're dropping a bunch of new fiber optic cables and stuff in, and I can't wait for them to say flip the switch. Oh, is that what's exactly going on? What we're, yeah, and that's exactly what we're going to do. We're going to flip that switch. Here's what really fascinates me about that. I, the street that I lived on in Tampa, Florida, when I bought my home in 2000, I had this little small house built in a new neighborhood. My street was, and I was the, if you if you turn down the street off the main road, Richmond Place up in New Tampa, those of you listening in Tampa will know it. But if you made a right, coming off of Bruce B. Downs Boulevard on Richmond Place and you popped onto my street which was Stockton Way and you made a right there was a pool and three houses on the right I was the third house on the right I was the third yard to be dug up by Verizon as the literally the first test street in the nation for fiber optic cable and they called it what I think it's Verizon Fios or something like that yeah okay that was in 2000 now see let's do some math here I get in trouble with this with my wife all the time because I always say, how long have we been married? And she just looks at me because I kind of do it for fun because we got married in 2000. She goes, what year is it? I said, 2023. She goes, we got married in 2000. So whatever year it is, is how long we've been married. So that was 23 years ago. And here in a much larger metropolitan area, we still don't have fiber optic. I don't understand that one. I don't know what's taking so long. I would think if I were AT&T or whoever's doing the fiber optic nonsense would have gotten around to it. Oh, I don't know. Maybe a little bit quicker than nearly a quarter of a century. But. Whatever. We deal with what we have to deal with. And because there's some of that construction now, uh, we're going to make some changes. I think we should be okay with video tomorrow. We'll let you know if those of you like to watch the video. But I kind of I kind of enjoy doing some old school radio. So are you ready to get to it, Greg? Because I don't have to put your mug up on a television screen and all that. And we can go right to it. And you don't have to do the deal. Would you just tell people where they can participate in the chat? Um, sure. Yeah. Just head on over to
2: your app store, grab the telegram messaging app, create your profile and search for armed American radio conversations. Oh, it's that easy. You
0: usually take longer than that
2: that easy.
0: (laughs) I usually do things while you say that. And I started to do that. I'm like, well, wait a minute. He's done already. Yeah. Because there's no video. All right. Uh, (laughs) Do you know who Adam Kinsinger is? Unfortunately, I do. Former Illinois congressman. Yep. This is a guy. He is because everything's transgendered now. Mm. He's like Liz Cheney, right? Okay. He served on the uh, January sixth House House Committee alongside Liz Cheney. They're one and the same. That he did. And he basically a Republican sellout from Illinois. Kind of goes together. I, I don't know. I mean, you know, there's a lot of good Republicans in Illinois. Is there? Well, yeah, a lot of a lot of Illinois Republican voters that are sick and tired of what's going on in their state. Kinzinger's not one of them. Let me put it that way. But this guy also, like I said, served on the January 6th House Committee alongside Liz Cheney and all that. And he cried. Remember, if you saw any of his prepared scripts, he just whined a lot. He a little cry, baby. And he was censored by the RNC. And essentially, run out of Congress in disgrace, and he ended up over at CNN. You know, Shocking. Funny how that works. Too, <laughs> Shocking. Right? Let me stick my finger in a white socket on that one here. Wake me up with a Nyeh. no way. Did that happen? Yeah, it happened. It, it did. And he didn't go over there like Stephen Gotowski did to be a voice of reason, if you will. Not to take anything from Andy Hoosier. But to but to try to get CNN, you know, middle of the road when it comes to gun issues. No, he went over there because CNN loved his hate Republican Republican status. Yeah. Incomparable paycheck. Probably. Probably making more money. This guy's only 45 years old. Ugh. And as Lee. Yeah. Right. As Lee William, uh, Lee Williams over at um, at Armed American News, the gun writer, our good friend. Reminds us he's now struggling for relevancy, trying to find an audience that will listen to his angry rants. Well, hence the CNN gig, right? hmm. He uh, his memoir, Renegade, My Life in Faith, the Military and Defending America from Trump's Attack on Democracy. Now, would you buy that? No, anything. That comes he isn't relative mouth. enough to want to read the memoir, because what are we going to do? Comment about this guy? He's forgotten, has been for the most part. We're talking about him now, but for reason. So let's go to that reason, because he was at an event in Chi-Town, chi Rack, Chicago, organized by the Joyce Foundation last week with it's got the Joyce Foundation's huge. They've got over a billion dollars in assets and they they hate your guns. Funny how the billionaire anti-gun thing goes hand in hand, doesn't it? But here's how bad they are. Barry Satoro, Satoro, Satoro. Your former president, hmm. Good old once Barry. served on their board. Good old Barry. <laughs> he's he's out there clapping and applauding Joe Biden's re-election bid. We'll talk if we get to that. I, I, I do want to comment a little bit on that. I've that got just some, means he stays in power. Some thoughts and some theories. Yeah, well, exactly, pretty much. Now Susan Rice uh, left yesterday, I guess, mm. or tendered her resignation, whatever. Sure, but, she um, did. <laughs> it doesn't matter where she's at; she's still working there. Yep. The event was hosted, the Joyce uh, Foundation event, was hosted by David Axelrod, who was Obama's campaign. He was the chief strategist, right? These guys don't go away, do they? No, they never go away. I mean, that's why you got Mitch McConnell and and Schumer still there. Mm. You got Feinstein considering running again in their 90s. I mean, go away. From the all right. When we come back, I'll tell you why we're talking about Kinsinger Because it is quite remarkable Although it's really not remarkable But it is remarkable, but it's not remarkable You'll find it shocking, but it's really not shocking But it kind of is, but it's really not You'll know what I mean when we come back Kinsinger, keep him in the back of your mind During the break, we'll be back in four minutes And we'll talk about this guy I got a lot of fun stuff to go over with you today too Including some Sixth Circuit court panel rulings That you're really going to dig We'll be right back
6: Daniel Defense firearms are guaranteed for life, trusted worldwide, and designed, engineered, and manufactured right here in America. Daniel Defense, freedom, passion, precision. Something the liberals know nothing about freedom, passion, and precision. Daniel
0: Defense certainly does make sure to check them out. Mark Walters on our 14th birthday, 14th anniversary. Pick whichever one you like. It's either or, or actually, it's both. Here in the six-hour Studios on the Crossbreed mic, every minute of this show is being presented to you by that great company, X Insurance. And I tell you, we couldn't do this without our partners. And I mention this every day, and I'm going to continue to do so because we want to do this another 14 years and another 28 years. We want to keep going. And I'll tell you, it's been a long run. I got to tell you, Greg, when I think about the time on the air, right, it flew right by. Sure. And when you think in terms of the actual year when we started the program. It was a one-hour show on Salem's AM 920. At that time, The Patriot, now The Answer. And was broadcasting at The Patriot in downtown Atlanta in Bucket. The show intro used to say, coming to you from downtown Atlanta. It was a long time ago. 2009 being 2023. It's, it just sounds so long ago. You sure it wasn't the answer, and now it's The Patriot? Yeah, it's The Patriot, and now it's the answer. You know what? Maybe
2: they did reverse that. I think downstairs is also the answer. Yeah.
0: The and then you had Orlando, still the Patriot, I guess. I don't know. I don't remember. Yeah, it's quite, a, but, bit, quite um, a bunch of stations going by the similar names. And here, that just seems like such a long time ago. And sure. I got to thinking about that because I was talking with my good friend Tom Gresham the other day at Gun Talk. He's been at this now, I'm going to say, 28, 29 years. Wow. On Gun Talk. And when I think 14 years, you know, what an incredible, it's been an incredible run here. I mean, Gun Talk and Tom Gresham, are you kidding me? He's a legend. Mm-hmm. He's literally the Rush Limbaugh, of this genre of talk radio. And having a number of years under my belt on this now, I can have nothing but... I've always had great respect for Tom. Now it's of the utmost great respect when you look at that time because it's, it's quite a run. Uh, hundreds of radio stations, some of them duplicate, but between the two of us, you know, 700 radio stations combined, something crazy like that. So the word is getting out there. Yeah, ta-da! The word is getting out there. We'll go back to Kinsinger in just a second. I want to throw some props out today. On our birthday, uh, some mad props out to the captain, Matt Bruce. I was a guest on Captain's show at 5 a.m. Eastern this morning, 2 a.m. Pacific. Ouch, right? Yeah, that's bad. Uh, not really around uh, Eastern time, it's not too bad because sleeping is just a word. And it's really not that, hasn't been in my vocabulary for a number of years. But it seems like every time I know I'm going to go on the show that early, I that's when my mind sleeps and I wake up and go, oh, I'm tired. When the day before I would be up watching TV and it wouldn't bother me. But that's what happened today. I was excited to go on the show with the captain and he's got we share a lot of the same fans and we had calls come in. People just love armed American radio and the captain is such a great guy. And so I want to tell you, ladies and gentlemen, you can visit the Captain's America. Find him online. He's out there. You can catch him on Facebook. You can listen to AM 860 or AM 930, two of our great flagship stations at my hometown in Tampa, Florida and Sarasota. And listen to the captain. He runs 2 a.m. to 6 a.m. every day. Mm, Boy. Every day. And this man, besides being an American hero, is in the studio at 4 o'clock in the afternoon every single day prepping for his show at 2 a.m. It's incredible the amount of time that he puts in. And he's on air five days a week. So I'll be a guest on his show, as we used to do a few years ago, every Wednesday morning from 5 a.m. to 6, uh, 5 to 5.30 a.m. Sometimes, depending on the conversation, we'll stretch that out a little bit. But scheduled for 5 a.m. to 6 a.m. Eastern, 2 a.m. to 2.30 a.m. Pacific time. Check it out. It's a ton of fun. And I'll tell you, those overnight shows have huge loyal listener bases. Just, a, just amazing stuff. So we thank the captain for that. Also, I'm going to be back on 97.1 FM uh, with Mark Cox in the morning tomorrow. I did his show two days ago for 2A Tuesday they got something they want to talk with me about because they're bringing me back on Thursday at 10, 15 a.m. Eastern time tomorrow. And that's always a great show. And I just saw that Mark Cox tweeted out a congratulations on the anniversary today. So we're going to have some fun there. We've been doing a lot of radio outside this show as well. Why? Because there's a lot to talk about. So let's keep it going. Kinzinger, uh let's continue this. So he, was, he, he spoke at the event in Chicago. Last week, I guess it was, I think a week ago today, if I'm not mistaken, but it was put on by the Joyce Foundation. That's a private foundation with over a billion dollars in assets. It, It hates your gun rights. Obama served on the board. Okay. It was hosted by David Axelrod, who was Obama's former campaign strategist. And Tim Heafy, who served as chief counsel for the January 6th committee, was the other featured speaker. Ken Singer and this guy. And he's still got an R by his name. So what is it that Kinsinger said? Okay, see, the Chicago Tribune, Lee wrote, wrote about this on Armed American News, love the idea. And they put in an editorial that those who want to see sensible gun regulations or regulations on gun ownership, such as background checks, age restrictions and red flag laws, should see Second Amendment people as potential experts and allies. Because why? Because we know guns far better than those who merely despise them sensible regulate they want us this is what kinsinger was calling for kinsinger suggested that gun owners us you me ladies and gentlemen should help infringe on our own second amendment rights because well we know more about the subject than anybody else he's insinuating that responsible gun owners need to stand up and call for more gun control Because gun control is, in fact, what makes you a responsible gun owner. Because you shouldn't have any problem with getting fingerprinted, dropping down to a knee, seeking some government official's permission slip, waiting 10 days, only being able to buy certain guns, because you can buy those other ones over there. See Washington we talked about yesterday. And you shouldn't have any problem with that, because you can still get your gun, in fact, you should cry for even more of it, because you can still have a gun. Well, thank you, Kinsinger Turncoat. Hmm. Let me quote Lee Wynn, This stuff is really, it, it really is infuriating. Granted, we do have far more expertise than the gun ban industry. We can articulate the difference between a semi-auto AR and a select-fire assault rifle, in quotes. Why the hell would we use this expertise to aid those who want to deprive us of the right to own any weapon of our choice? Now, Lee gives some great analogies. It'd be like asking newspaper editors or television producers to help weaken the First Amendment. Or asking lawyers for a quick way to overcome their clients' self-incrimination protections. And that's what they're suggesting. That's what Kinsinger is suggesting. That's what he talked about at the Joyce Foundation. So this is the upside-down gaslighting in your face that the left is up to now aided and abetted by Kinsinger himself. And why do I you know, do we really want to waste our time talking about this guy? Not in particular no, I don't want to. But we have to. As John Lott said, it's why we have a radio show. It's why we've been on 14 years and gonna have another 14 years. Because we bring attention to this stuff. Why? because the chicago tribune got involved these papers while they may be dying still have millions of readers around the country and if we don't get in their face and counter their nonsense they in turn have 100 percent control of the narrative so it's important that we continue to talk about this stuff and we want you to know what you're up against out there because you likely didn't know anything about this but others do Crazy stuff. I'll continue to peruse through this, see if there's anything else in here. I I think I've got some quotes from it from CNN. We'll be back right after this. following segment of armed american radio is being brought to you by defender coffee when you drink defender coffee you're making a donation to a gun rights organization of your choice that protects and defends your freedoms welcome back to the show ah yes welcome back to the show it's a birthday day today armed american radio is 14 years old today tomorrow officially begins our 15th year on the airwaves that's pretty fun to say i like that Happy birthday to Army American Radio. There we go. Welcome back inside the Sig Hour Studios. Crossbreed holsters. Mike, X Insurance, presenting all of it. If you could be watching, you could thank Daniel Defense and Lead Slingers for that. But you can thank them anyway. Just visit their websites. Get on that Daniel Defense email list. It's really fun. Top sellers were out there. We covered those the other day. And the emails come out about every couple of weeks. You can support the Double D Foundation. All of our partners and we'll mention them throughout the show today, are available for you at armedamericanradio.com. And if you're, and I've, I see lots of comments, and I've got a lot of comments and emails coming in today congratulating Armed American Radio. A lot of people have been listening to the program for a very, very long time, and they support our partners, and that's what makes it possible to listen to the show for a very long time. So please go out of your way. It, do something like buy a pillow today and use the AAR promo code. It's really that simple. Or drink Defender coffee in the morning. And speaking of Defender Coffee, I'm going to take this now. Greg, I didn't even tell you this, but we've got a giveaway going on. All you have to do now is head over to DefenderCoffee.com to win a $100 gift card over there. And two of my books signed, a AAR sweatshirt, I think, and Armed American Radio hat. And if I have a range bag available, I think I'm going to throw it in there, too. So there's a good giveaway going over there, and we will be making the announcement of the winner on Sunday, the 14th, which I guess is Mother's Day, May 14th. We've extended that giveaway because we added some stuff to it. So all you have to do is visit DefenderCoffee.com and sign up over there. It's that simple. It's that easy. You don't even have to buy anything. But I would hope you'd buy some coffee. But in the meantime, you can go over there and sign up. Please do that. It helps us, them. And you. It's how the whole thing ties together. I have to go back to Kinsinger for a second before I go to, believe it or not, I'm going to go to bump stocks, but for a big reason. Oh, wait till you hear what the Sixth Circuit panel had to say about this. And we will likely carry that discussion into the second hour. It's a good Here's what Kinsinger told CNN Look, I have opposed a ban, you know, fairly recently. I think I'm open to a ban now. That's what he said on CNN. He continued, it's going to depend on what it looks like because there's a lot of nuances on what constitutes, you know, certain things. He also added somewhere in there, I don't have the direct quote, that uh, he was agreeable to supporting additional licensing and training requirements for potential AR purchasers. You know because the AR-15 requires an additional license and background check simply because they don't like the way it looks, even though it's operationally functional to any other semi-automatic rifle. God, these people are infuriating, aren't they? He also told ABC News that raising the minimum age to purchase a firearm to 21 was, get this, a no-brainer while saying at the same time he was a strong defender of the Second Amendment. Midnight, this guy's going to tell you it's light outside. He's no different than Biden. And then he, he just, yeah, the way these people, the way they work it in. And one of the things I believe that for some reason is a very rare thing is that as a person that appreciates and believes in the Second Amendment, referring to himself, we have to be the ones putting forward reasonable solutions to gun violence. Kidsinger, there's no we. You ain't riding in my car. We're not in the same hemisphere. It's a big club, Kinsinger, and you ain't in it. But this is the whole technique they use. Well, I'm a permit holder. Nikki Freed in Florida, same thing. I have a permit you, gun owners can trust me. Split second, she gets the opportunity to cancel permits because of a January 6th deal. She starts canceling the permits of Florida gun owners who were at the Capitol on January 6th. But that, she's got a permit. She supports gun rights. I have a permit. I can do that. That's what that guy, Arthur C. Hayhoe, that I used to do editorial battle with in Tampa many, many years ago. I say this to be fair because uh, I want you to know Arthur C. Hayhoe is no longer here to defend himself. He died at about 82 years old quite some time ago. But he ran an organization, they called it, which is just him at his kitchen table, the Florida Coalition to Prevent Gun Violence. And this guy was at it years ago. Wouldn't debate me. Offered to debate him on local Fox channel. He wouldn't do it. Didn't want anything to do with it, but he claimed he was one of us because, hey, I'm a long time Florida permit holder. That doesn't make you one of us because we see right through you. All we have to do is hear what you say and read your words. And I like what Lee, the gun writer, Williams had to say here. Ken Singer's right in one respect it is rare for someone who supports the Second Amendment to put forward ideas to weaken it. In fact, it's not only rare, it's incredibly stupid about what you'd expect from a laughingstock of a former congressman with plenty of time on his hands. So I guess, Greg, we can end Kinsinger there. Did you want to comment on any of that stupidity you heard from that turncoat? I can't call him a turncoat. He's always been like that. Yeah, no, it's
2: I mean, from January 6th committee to this, to just everything that comes out of his mouth. He might as well just be a
0: Democrat. Yeah, he was censored for a reason, and you got to wonder. You know, look, dude, you can do and say and act and think whatever you want, but why? Do you, why are you masquerading as a Republican? Oh, his district.
2: Why do you think you can make me do what you want? Right.
0: But when it's all said and done, I'm going to go to CNN.
2: Mm,
0: bye, Felicia. Well, bye. Yeah. <laughs> Have a good trip. Um nra is added again i hate to say this i really do second amendment foundation filed suit immediately yesterday against washington state yep big story today on fox news above the fold if you will if you can say it's a fold but you know what i mean a top story we're still looking at fox yeah i still get news over there that's a good part about the web you can pick and choose your fights NRA sues Democrat governor over Washington State's new blatantly unconstitutional gun ban. So now the NRA is going to take credit for everything over there. Now, that's great that they're filing. I have no problem with that. Second Amendment Foundation beat them to the punch, as far as I know. Um, In fact, I'm pretty sure about that. But uh, NRA got a lot of coverage over there. And then way, way down at the bottom of the piece, it says... Or is it right below a picture of... Of uh, Inslee. He's one of those guys that are tough to look at, too. Just scroll all the way down to this thing. Uh, other, they, they, they mentioned uh, Second Amendment Foundation also filed. So at least they credited it somewhere in there. Didn't the uh, Firearms but Policy Coalition file, too? The Firearms Policy Coalition joined the Second Amendment oh, Foundation okay. and other plaintiffs. Yeah, that's what we were talking okay. about yesterday. But the big story on Fox is the NRA. Mm. Why? Because it's the NRA. It's the known one. It's the one that the Democrats hate. And it's the one that they can go to when, when you put this in perspective when it comes to the Second Amendment Foundation. And I, look, I, you know, I, I'm intimately involved with Second Amendment Foundation. I sit on the board at the Sister there, uh, Citizens Committee for the Right to Keep and Bear Arms. I attend many meetings annually with both groups. And it, it's frustrating to me. To see stuff like this when I know that we pioneered this, or I know that we have 50 cases out there. When I know, and when I know you know, ladies and gentlemen, when I know, and Alan Gottlieb comes on and talks about what we, you know, it's what we discuss with him every week. Eight cases of the 50 currently going on right now at Second Amendment Foundation in the states across the country are taking on assault weapons bans these things are going to be declared unconstitutional there's no question about that i'm glad the NRA's involved here i'm not knocking the nra i hope there's more suits here and i hope the nra backs all of them which i know they will but we're going to take a break and i'll tell you when we come back
6: This segment of Armed American Radio's Daily Defense is being brought to you by Daniel Defense. Visit DanielDefense.com. Now, back to the show. Ah, back to the show indeed. Back to the show
0: indeed. I want to make a point before I start on this uh, bump stock thing here and carry it into the next hour. I, I was talking about being frustrated when I see this stuff from the NRA, and I am. And here's why. Because there are things that I know. And when I know these things, you know these things. Because that's the information we give you. And where I'm going with this is that it sure would be nice to see Fox put a big piece up about Second Amendment Foundation and those 50 lawsuits going on, eight of them being assault weapons ban cases fighting for your rights with the little subhead reminding viewers, readers, listeners, whatever. That it is the Second Amendment Foundation that is responsible for 85% of pro-gun court victories across this nation. So there's that. That's what frustrates me. And honestly, we have to do a better job at at, uh, SAF of getting that information out to you. And that's in the works right now. So if you're not a member of us, join us, please, saf.org. It is. Oh, and by the way, one of the, uh, pack, one of the packages at the Defender Coffee, I forgot to mention, is a uh, free annual membership to the Second Amendment Foundation. So there you go. But it's only 15 bucks, And it's probably the most valuable thing in the giveaway over there at Defender is that Second Amendment Foundation. I mean, think about what that does. This is what we talk about you know, with Gottlieb every single week. All right. I never thought... I would be on bump stocks again. But before we go to it, Greg, you have that clip from Dettelbach, ATF, anti-gun loser over there, who was being questioned by a Republican Texas rep. What's his name? Troy Nels? Yep. Yesterday. And Nels was asking him, well, I, I'll let it speak for itself. I won't tell you. It's, it's, a, it's an interesting clip to listen to. If you've got that queued up, let's play this clip from Dettelbach because it, it, it really ties in well with the ongoing discussion we'll have in the remainder of this segment and into the next hour. Go ahead, Greg.
8: Left. And I'm still trying to get you to answer my question. Hypothetically speaking, if I fail to comply with the ATF's final rule by May 31st now, May 31st, what will the ATF do to me? Or 40 other million Americans. Uh, with respect to all of the, the authorities that ATF has, uh, we target our investigations. Next on thing violent, you'll probably be, violent, be saying that you're going to have to go door to door. My point is this: local law enforcement pulls over a car. The guy's drunk. All of a sudden, he's doing an inventory. He finds one of these braces in the back of his car, right? And that brace hasn't been registered because the guy had no clue this was even out there. Are you going to put that guy in jail for that brace? What is local law enforcement going to do? Hurry up, I got 15 seconds. So with respect to a brace in and of itself, the ATF doesn't deal with the brace. The ATF deals with the weapon as assembled as a whole, determining whether it's a short-barreled rifle which is a determination made. I'm not getting anything from him. I just want the American people, everybody to understand, you're going after veterans, individuals like myself, like this guy, with the resources they currently have. I yield back, sir. I know I'm out of time.
0: All right. That was about the pistol brace. But the takeaway from that that we're going to use to carry over into bump stocks is critical. Because what you heard Duddlebox say relative to the brace was, relative to the brace, ATF doesn't concern itself with the brace itself. Only he was talking about in context of if it's attached to the pistol, making it a short-barreled rifle. Who got to make that determination? Congress? No. ATF. Now, he ran out of time, and I have an idea. That's where Nels was going to go with this if he had had some more time. But here's where this is important. Because you have five scenarios with the new pistol brace rule by May 31st. Remember what Dettelbach just said. We don't concern ourselves with the pistol brace. Really? Scenario number one, here's what you have to do according to ATF's new guidelines. By May 31st, midnight, or you become felon, attach that to your name. Turn in the entire firearm with the attached stabilizing brace to ATF. Okay, sure. Number two, destroy the whole firearm. (laughs) Okay, sure. Scenario three, convert the short-barreled rifle into a long-barreled rifle. No, I don't think so. I bought it because I like it the way it is. Scenario number four. Oh, legally. Let me say that. I bought it legally. Number four, apply to register the weapon under the National Firearms Act. Number five, permanently remove and dispose of or alter the stabilizing brace from the firearm so that it cannot be reattached. But didn't Dettelbach just say, we're not concerned with the brace itself? Let me tell you what happens if ATF knocked on your door and you had a brace on May 32nd. Anywhere in your home or in your safe. According to the new ATF rule, you're now a felon. But the ATF doesn't consider that's I'm going to believe Dettelbach. Nell didn't believe Daddelbach. None of them believe Dettelbach. Now I can report to you and we'll talk about it in greater detail on Sunday that this whole thing is likely going to be defunded. But where we're going with this next part of the conversation in the next hour, having set it up with this, will make you feel a lot better if you have one of these or if you had a bump, bump stock or not. It doesn't make any difference because where we're going with the Sixth Circuit panel rule, or ruling, I should say, is going to put to bed, I believe, the pistol brace rule Just like the Sixth Circuit did in no uncertain terms. And I'm going to give you we're going to talk about the ruling itself and go through it piece by piece and the concurring opinion. Because the ATF got smacked hard upside the head. With a rolled up copy of the U.S. Constitution. You know, in the co-equal branches of government. We don't have an executive branch, a judicial branch, and a legislative branch, and an ATF branch. The ATF doesn't get to do things designated for the legislative branch. And we're going to go into that. The ruling is fascinating. And when you hear what we talk about relative to bump stocks, you're going to be able to apply it. As we've talked about before, and I feel pretty comfortable saying this. You will be able to apply this to from bump stocks over to the pistol brace rule because it's the same thing. It's just a different part. It's just a different item. It's just an inert piece of plastic. It's just an attachment is all it is. It is the exact same concept. So you don't want to miss this next hour coming up when we discuss the Sixth Circuit ruling in great detail. We're going to go line by line in this thing and tell you about it and do what we do on a talk radio program. Talk about it, commentate on it, opine on it, educate you on it. And I, I'm pretty comfortable saying that I think you're going to be pretty comfortable by the time that hour's over. It's going to make you feel a little bit better because millions of Americans have these pistol braces and are now staring down the barrel of a felony charge because Dettelbach doesn't like you and unelected bureaucrats. Well, decided amongst themselves that, no, we're going to change the rules. Well, I think you're going to like what we're talking about next. ATF doesn't get to do that. And boy, did the Sixth Circuit have something to say about that. When we come back, we'll go through that in great detail. I promise you'll like it. Armed American Radio's Daily Defense continues in the next hour at six minutes after here in the Six Hour Studios. All of it brought to you today and every day by X-Insurance. 14 years now on the airwaves Today. That's a beautiful thing. Happy birthday to Armed American Radio and to all of you listeners who have been tuned in, many of you, for that entire time. We appreciate it. Support all of our our sponsors. Crossbreed Holsters Mike will be back on the Fort Worth Armory, Mike, at six minutes after the hour. Don't go away.
1: You've just filled your prescription for freedom with Mark Walters, presented by X-Insurance. X-Insurance. On the Armed American Radio Network.